Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, you are the salt of the earth. But if salt loses its taste, with what can it be seasoned? It's not good for anything but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city set on a mountain cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and then put it under a bushel basket. It is set on a lampstand where it gives light to all in the house. Just so your light must shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your heavenly Father. The Gospel of the Lord. Scholars of history have great difficulty in explaining how Christianity grew from the 12 original apostles to the 2 billion members we have today. But what is even more puzzling to them is how in the first 250 years after Jesus, Christianity became the dominant religion in the Roman Empire an empire that was the strongest in the world and was hell-bent on destroying it. Now, Christians saw the hand of God in the growth of the church, but there's more than just a spiritual hand going on. God also works through the actions of men. One small example might reveal a little bit about why Christianity grew so quickly. It comes from the church historian Eusebius, who wrote in the early part of the fourth century about the city of Caesarea on the north coast of Africa. In the years preceding Eusebius' story, the city of Caesarea, a large city of about 45,000 people, had been struck twice, first by famine and then by war. And then the unthinkable happened. A plague broke out in the city. At that point, many of the city's pagan inhabitants fled the city to get away from the disease. One group stayed, the Christians. Eusebius wrote that all day long, the Christians tended to the dying and to their burial, countless numbers with no one to care for them. Other Christians gathered together from all parts of the city, a multitude of those withered from famine and distributed bread to them all. Eusebius went on to state that because of their compassion in the midst of the plague, the Christians' deeds were on everyone's lips, and they glorified the God of the Christians. Such actions convinced many pagans that the Christians alone were pious and truly reverent to God. The growth of Christianity throughout the centuries has much to do with Christian men and women practicing Christian charity, even in the midst of hate and persecution. In this very brief gospel passage today, Jesus uses three analogies to describe his followers. Let's reflect on them to better understand our own call as followers of Christ. They are the salt of the earth, the light of the world, and a city on a hill. So salt of the earth. Well, salt was used for a lot of things during the time of Jesus, but since Jesus mentions taste, it seems he's talking about its use on food. 
you realize that we could die from a lack of salt in our diet. Salt regulates the fluid balances in our bodies. But salt is also important for good tasting food. It does so by increasing the volatility of certain chemical compounds in food and causing molecules to be released in the air that provide more smell, which is vital to tasting. But see, Jesus doesn't just call us salt. He calls us the salt of the earth. Our little charitable acts are like sprinkles of salt on the earth. Whether it's a blessing bag or giving a little money to a beggar, letting someone in in traffic, bringing food here to help the poor who knock on our door each day, whether it's a please, a thank you, a visit to a sick friend, a smile, a hug, or bigger things like feeding people at the Rebuild Center or going on a mission. All of our acts of charity are what make us Christians and convince others of our beautiful faith. Jesus invites us to sprinkle the salt of charity around our city and our world by calling us the salt of the earth and the light of the world. As I mentioned last weekend, this is a loaded phrase. Let there be light was the first word spoken by God at creation. And that word, the word of God, light became flesh in Jesus, who then called himself the light of the world. But today he directs that call to us. Like salt, light is necessary for human life. Just ask the dinosaurs. Oh wait, you can't, because 65 million years ago an asteroid hit the earth which blacked out the light of the sun, disrupted photosynthesis, and destroyed the food chain, causing them to die. Each of us became a child of the light at our baptism. In the ritual it says, you have been enlightened by Christ. Christ comes to dwell in us. Christ, the light of the world, dwells in us. And the good deeds I mentioned in the salt metaphor are part of that, as Jesus emphasizes when he says, your light must shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your heavenly Father. By using the analogy of light, Jesus is also referring to the first reading from Isaiah, where it states, if you remove from your midst oppression, false accusation, and malicious speech, then light shall rise for you in the darkness and the gloom shall become for you like midday. Our world is filled with darkness and human beings are the cause of much of it. The devil wants us to live in the darkness of sin, but we are called to live in the light. Lies, immorality, false witness, foul language, and hatred exist in the darkness, which leads us to the final darkness of death. Truth, goodness, charity, kindness, love come from the light, which is Christ, and Christ dwelling within us. And finally, Jesus refers to a city on a hill, which cannot be hidden. You know, when St. Stephen was built, none of the oak trees outside were there. It was, which they obscure our vision a little bit. In fact, the Vincentians planted the first saplings. I have pictures of the church with the saplings in front. But this city, when it was built, was the tallest building in our city until the Hibernian Bank Building was built in 1921. Our church was here like a city on a hill, proclaiming that followers of Jesus are right here. The Vincentians came here in 1849 to proclaim the gospel to the poor, and our parish is still doing it today. 
you ever want to come volunteer in the rectory, you'll know how often the poor come to us asking for food or shelter vouchers or bus tokens or help with their rent or electric bills. And so many of you support us with that in your donations to St. Anthony and the St. Vincent de Paul Society. And the restoration of our church, which you supported, tells everyone around us that yes, this city on a hill will be here for many more years. A visible, unhidden sign that Christians are here to provide the salt to the earth and the light to the world. The history of the first 2,000 years of Christianity has been written. Right now, we're writing the current story with Jesus the light of the world at the center, and our Christian charity glorifying our Heavenly Father so that others may know Him and glorify Him too.